Welcome to episode seven of In the Middle. Are you caught in the middle of two cultures? Um, in this podcast, I talk about the experiences of living in two or more cultures. Hi, my name is uh, Eddie Minaya. I'm a creative professional living in the uh, DC area. Um, I was originally born in Peru, and I live in the DC area, and I've lived here since I was 13. Um, in the last episode, um, we talked about um, how people reacted when they uh, hear in the United States, when they hear another language. We talked about a video that um, YouTuber Angela Rose did in her channel about surviving in Lima, Peru, speaking only English. Uh, if you want to hear the, about those experiences, listen to episode six, which is the previous episode. Um, today, we're going we're gonna to shift gears um, and we're going to talk about more about the differences in culture and how we the Latino people show our love um, to the to our family and friends, and we're gonna compare it to the American culture. So, have you ever had a friend or family member from that is Latino, or or if you're Latino yourself uh, and you can relate, uh, who made a nickname about you or someone you know based on the things that are that they're most embarrassed about? Let me give you a, an example. Um, if you were overweight, maybe they'll call you gordo, gorda. Maybe they added the word ito or ita, the end gordito, gordita, wow. to make it sound more of a, a loving part of it. Um, or, for example, if you had a, a big head, uh, and you, they will call you cabezón, which uh, means big head. Um, uh, and then, for example, if you were, if you're bold. Um, they will call you pelao, meaning it's like a, it's a somewhat of a slang word, which means having no hair. Um, in the Hispanic culture, we, we pick in our, our physical and mental defects and we label them. Um, but this is really how we show that we care and that we love you. I know that sounds crazy, but that's just how, how it is. Um, if you um, like this content, don't forget to subscribe uh, to either the YouTube channel or the places where I'm where this podcast has been streamed. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, search for In the Middle Podcast. Are you caught in two cultures? And you'll be able to find it. So let's get back to it. Get back to it. Um, when an American person finds out that a nickname is based on on someone's def defects they get agitated um, and think that it's disrespectful not to mention that there are could potentially be legal implication if we if you have something like this in a workplace um, but how can you 
explain without offending a person born and raised in the United States that this is acceptable in the Hispanic culture? Or is it acceptable in the Hispanic culture? Or should it be acceptable in the Hispanic culture? Here's some, some common nicknames that I've heard over, um, over time that are pretty common and that most people that uh, speak Spanish will, um, or that grew up in a Spanish household will definitely understand. Uh, cojo, um, that means um, when you limp, um, they will call you cojo. And again, they will add the words like ito, cojito, cojita. Um, to make it sound like it's not too bad. Um, the one word that even today, there's a few of them that are, uh, for me, it's still because I grew up here um, in, the, in the United States, they feel a little wrong to me. One of them is Chino and China, and that's has become such of um, a word that even, um, even people here in the United States know what, what it means. Um, Chino and China, if you don't know what it means, it means uh, someone that looks Asian. Um, and even Asian people here in the United States, when they hear the word, the, someone speaking, they speaking Spanish and they hear the phrase green, uh, Chino or China, they, they kind of know that they're talking about them because that's, that's how common it's gotten up until now. We all will also heard the word gringo, gringa. We know what that means. Um, if we hear it in a dialogue and you don't speak the language, you know they're talking about uh, a, someone, a white person. Um, you maybe may nev maybe never heard of the word Colorado, not Colorado, Colorado, not the, the not the state, um, but Colorado means someone that it's uh, has a red hair or someone that's a very light skin, um, someone that. Uh, um, that maybe is just very, very white looking. Uh, and, th and then they will call him Colorado. Hey, here comes Colorado. Um, the one that is still also up until the, it is a little bit of hard for me to even say it is Negrito Negrita, which means someone of a dark complexion, like an African-American person. Um, and I adding the Ito and the Ita at the end because without it to me is a very harsh word, but it is still pretty used in the in Latin America uh, in, in the culture and in, even within the culture here in the United States you will hear the word um, I already said the word gorda gordita gordo gordito uh, which you know means uh, overweight um, of course the word chato who haven't you know I'm sure most people know what it is even though for some people may also have a double meaning chato for the most part we know that someone that's short um, and then, hey, chato, chatito, you know, you kind of add those little things to, to the word in order to make it sound more loving than any, anything, anything else. But it's still, it is picking on the way that you look or maybe, again, if you're short, if, you, if you're limp, if you're Asian, if you're white, if you have red hair, if you are of dark complexion. They're picking, these nicknames are picking up on, on these specific things in the way you look uh, in order for um, to describe who you are. I have one of my own um, and I'm going to give you a little context around it so it makes a little more a little more sense. So in, in Spanish um, if you want to describe something that's bigger um, you add the word like on or aso 
So, for example, cañonazo. Um, that um, I heard that I hear that a lot. If you play soccer with um, uh, Latino people, you heard this word. You know, un cañonazo means when you kick the ball really hard. Uh, that comes from the word cañon. Cañon means cannon. Um, so, like a war cannon um, that shoots uh, ammunition, so it goes out really fast. Uh, so, cañonazo is kind of saying, you know, kind of the same action that you're kicking the ball really hard, like ammunition going super fast. And cañonazo meaning it went really, 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 really hard and it's really big. So, you're adding the word aso at the end to make it, to make it sound like bigger. Uh, another one, for example, it's uh, bigotón. Uh, bigote means uh, mustache and bigotón means just a, a big mustache. Um, so that's another way to kind of express that you are that you have a big mustache. Grandazo, uh, for example, that's another one. Gran, grande means large. Uh, grandazo means it just really means very, very large. Um, so now that I gave you that context and you kind of see how those words on or aso are applied to certain words in order to make something feel look bigger or seem bigger. Um, so when I was um, uh, when I was smaller, when I was a kid, I was overweight, and my last name is Minaya. And in Latin America, when you're in school, they they don't call you by your first name. They call you by your last name. My last name is Minaya. So they added the word on at the end. So Minayon, you know, because I was overweight. Uh, I know that's even, you know, even today, um, <laughs> I have um, um, the, the kids that I grew up with when I, when I lived there um, and that I went to school when I, when I lived in Peru. Um, I still have contact with them in the time that I have been in Peru. I, I've met with, with some of them. Um, and it's funny that even up until today, they remember the names and say, Hey, Mina Young, you know, as kind of like the first, the first hello. Um, so even, you know, it's, I've lived here now for like 30, 34, 35 years and it still sticks. Um, you know, Another example, and this comes to, again, just a culture thing. It's someone telling you that you, for example, need to lose weight. Um, and, you know, sometimes, especially the older people, I want to say, they have no filter and they would just tell you straight up, uh, you're gaining weight, you need to lose weight. You look bigger than, that, than the last time I saw you. However, the next thing you know, they're giving you food or, and or sweets that are not good for you. And they expect you to eat them. Um, it just doesn't make sense. But, you know, food, it's um, like in many cultures, it's it's important. And it's part of our family bond. It's, it's how we we gather as a, as a family. It's how we gather as a, uh, you know, how we kind of bring back some of our our memories of, of the you know of the countries that we that we came from so you know that's even though they're telling you to lose weight the next thing you know you're getting a piece of cake of tres, tres leches cake and they're expecting you to eat it um, you know so you better eat it at that point and start your diet later <laughs> um, 
So let me ask you to the listeners, have you, have you experienced anything like this before? Did you experience anything like this growing up um, in a household and maybe it was more than, um, you know, with more than one culture? Did you, did you have a nickname? Did your dad call you or your mom call you, had a, have a nickname for you? Or did your mom and your dad had a, a nickname for each other? I've, I've seen that too. Um, if you like this content, don't forget to subscribe. Um, we're streaming this um, uh, podcast over YouTube. Um, it's also in uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, search for the word in the middle. Are you called in two cultures? And you'll be able to find it and subscribe. Um, so when is it appropriate to make nicknames for people? or nicknames at all. Um, you know, here's another example and how I carry this to um, to the world, I guess, how I, this is how I grew up and this is kind of how, how I am. But um, we have a cat uh, and I, you know, I pick on the cat I call him names, I, and when I say names, I don't say bad names. I'm talking about names about the way he looks. You know, he has, um, like, for example, hairs. that he, he loses a lot of hair, so I might call him a name that refers to something that, it, that, he's, shading, that he's shading a lot. Um, you know, sometimes I, I bother him, I pick on him. But to me, that's how I'm giving him attention. That's how I'm showing him my affection. That's how I'm showing him that I care. And, you know, for others, it's, it's like me, I'm picking on the cat. And, you know, I tell me, just leave him alone, you know. But my point is that, you know, and I've said this before, that if I, if I don't pick on you or, or if I don't make fun of you as part of our relationship, that should be the day you're worried that, then maybe I just don't care anymore. <laughs> I know that makes no sense, but that's how we, the Latino people, at least how I grew up, by people picking on people, but that's how we show our love, and that's why when we create these nicknames and we create these um, um, labels around about, uh, about things, about you, about the person that we love that they might be embarrassed about, we do it with love. We do it because we care and we do it. And that's why we add the word ito or ita at the end to make it sound like more loving. Um, but, you know, in the Hispanic household, this is normal. Um, and as I already said, get concerned when they're not making names or making fun of you. Uh, when that happens, they don't care anymore. Yeah. So if you're married to someone from another culture, just be careful about putting labels on them. They may not understand no matter how, how much you try to, to explain it. it, it um, they may not understand it and it may just not, it might not be able to click. Um, so if you do, just uh, be cautious and at your own risk. <laughs> If you like this content, again, don't forget to um, subscribe. Um, this podcast, it's, uh, it's been streamed via YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Search 
for the words in the middle podcast are you caught in the middle two cultures uh if not send me an email and tell me what you would like to you would like me to talk about next how you relate if you relate to any of my experiences that i that i've mentioned uh have this happened to you did you grow up the same kind of with this, the same experiences uh you can always email me as well uh, my email address is eddie at eddienose.tv that's eddie e-d-d-i-e at eddienose.tv and i hope i will uh we'll talk again and and we'll talk later thank you mm-hmm.